Hey everybody, what's going on? It's Lee Kwai Lao with the LFAM Streamers Podcast, and we're coming to you live here today with an amazing story. I'm so excited to have this guest on my show. We've been at it for a minute. We had to wait, but we are bringing to you live somebody who has been through the walks of life, and we'll tell you firsthand that you have to have passion in what you do. You can't just give in to society and think that that's all you're worth. You're worth so much more. And here at the LFAM Streamers Podcast, you know we like to bring you the latest and most inspiring, inspirational stories. And I want to thank Sneak Energy, one of our main main sponsors in Secret Labs, for being amazing sponsors. Sneak Energy is right there in the back. If you guys want to check it out, go sneakenergy.com. And be sure to check out LFAM Streamers Music Channel on Spotify, iTunes, and more. But let's get into it because our official special guest today is Brimstone. What's going on, people? Finally, Brimstone is chilling with the LFAM streaming family. Super psyched, super excited. Boys, man, it is early as sin, but we are going to do this, and we're going to have a good time while doing it. Man, oh, man. Now, the only thing I'm missing right now is I'm not playing any video games, and you guys seem to be jamming up the freaking joysticks over there. So I don't know what's happening, but I'm I'm feeling old. I'm feeling like I should be doing something. Maybe I should grab, (laughs) like, a Game Boy or something. What do you think? I don't know. Hey, anytime. A game works, you know. Any type of game. If you if you play a video game on your phone or Atari, it, you're a gamer. You there know, you go. So that's the way we look at it. There we I, go. Thank you so much for joining us, Dow. Much love. Thank you for coming on again. This is Dow. Dow's my co-host. So wherever I go, I bring this guy because he's my six foot four bodyguard. So pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> nice, hey. nice. Six oh, foot man. four. That's what yeah, I'm talking four. about. Let's throw a couple little lifts on you. You'd be just a little bit bigger, man. I'm telling you, man. You'll take over the wrestling. Six, six. One <laughs> six, six. I didn't. I didn't get there, man. I fell short. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, oh. Go get stretched out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but man. yeah. Um. So we got Brimstone on the podcast. That is high level, man. Um. For first and foremost, welcome. You know, thank you for being here. Uh. Secondly. How did you pick your finishing move? Because, like, for everybody, everybody has to know. I don't. I don't like to say was a wrestler. I think you're always like once you are at the apex in a profession, you never stop being that. You just move on and do other stuff too. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But like, how did you pick your finishing move? I, that's something I've always wanted to know. So for me, I mean, um, you know, there, there's. There's something about a finishing move that that you know speaks you know volumes about the the guy who's uh, performing them and um you know a lot of the things uh, that I'd seen out there it were you know everything was was kind of like um you know like a some kind of a variation of a power bomb or you know what I mean or or like um you know something that was just used over and over again at the time I mean and um you know I wanted to try to be some somewhat innovative and yeah. um you know and and uh, I'm not gonna lie i had a little bit of help uh from my old partner mayhem uh had given me a hand with it while i was trying to figure a few things out but i knew i wanted it to look big and be big um so what i wound up doing was um we started doing things where you know i'm i'm a ground guy i can always work um and 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 do you know a little bit of flying but nothing crazy because again especially now if i tried i'd probably kill myself but uh what do you call it um you know (laughs) You know, I, I'd go, you know, I'd do a couple of things from the top, but when I went to the top, it meant something, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, 
So, you know, I was like, listen, you know, I want to put somebody, you know, up on, on the ropes and I want to, but I don't want to be climbing up. I don't want to be doing all this, you know, razzmatazz trying to jump up there and do something super crazy where I'm falling as well. Um, because I don't want to have to take that bump. You know, I was a little lazy, but (laughs) that being said, I figured, um, you know, let me do something where whoever I'm working with, all they have to do is kind of like um, pull a monkey flip and we'll make it look big and bad. So I'd put them up. I'd sit them on the top rope, grab their wrists, and I flipped around, make it an X. And then I it was like a down-up motion. They knew when to jump. They would do the monkey flip over me, and I'd sit out with it, and then it would go right into a pin. And um, it looked badass when when we were doing it. So what do you call it? Uh it it caught it caught fire and uh people were really interested in the finisher so zabalba was born the entrance to hell and um that's you know dope. Was, i can't <laughs> I, I, you know, I can't see anything lazy about that finisher man you had to draw it up on a poster board or something you know what i'm saying like madden with the x's and those that is phenomenal and it looks amazing thank looks, you that's, thank that you. straight yeah. had a blueprint plan yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah that was a big deal well, you know, you, you have to put thought into it. It's, it's just, you know, entertainment in general. You know, I've been in entertainment since I was five. You know, I started on Sesame Street and Rock Room. Then I toured the world of music. Then I toured in wrestling. You know what I mean? And, you know, the fact is, is that there's, you have to have something that that's going to stand out, you know, in, in order for you to survive in the industry. People think that the industry is so easy. And I'm talking about entertainment in general. You know, uh, entertainment, you have to have that something special. You have to have that it factor. And people like to make fun or laugh when I say you have to have that it factor. Well, it's true. You know what I mean? You, if you don't have that it factor, it's never going to happen. But even if you have that it factor it still might not happen if you're not giving 200%. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for me, you know, I always try to do, um, you know, my hundred and then another 50 to hundred percent on top of that hundred to make sure that I'm kind of coming through with, with everything that needs to come through in order to succeed. And, um, you know, thankfully, you know, over the years I've, I've done pretty well in, in, um, you know, kind of building myself and, and building my brand and, uh, you know, knowing who I am. And, uh, one of the coolest things about everything is I am unapologetically authentic, you know what I mean? And that's, that's it. You know what I mean? If I say something, you can take it at face value. You know what I mean? Um, and, and when I, when I tell you, you know, I put work into something, you know, I put work into it. And, um, you know, it, it's crazy because a lot of, a lot of the boys, um, you know, a lot of the boys, especially where I came up, you know, from the doghouse, uh, you know, Queens, New York, what do you call it? You, you got it's guys like homicide and low key and, you know, reefer and, you know, uh, Papa Don, you know, you got big guys, um, that have, if they weren't working, you know, the, the, you know, the big, uh, you know, WWE or, 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 you know, TNA or whatever, you knew them from the Indies and, and, uh, they still had big name value. And a lot of guys came from the doghouse and, um, you know, they were, there were a lot of boys there that were very innovative, but when I saw people like on the indie circuit, um, you know, it's like they, they, you know, very simple, you know, there were a lot of people that just, they didn't, and I'm not knocking anybody, but there were a lot of people, they didn't put a lot of time and effort, whether it was into their gimmick or into their moves or their set of moves or, you know, how to work a crowd. Like it's a craft, um, you know, the business is a craft and, uh, you really need to, really need to know how to work it. And was I great when I first came out? Hell no, man. I really wasn't. And was I great when I finished? No, I wasn't. But I, I think I was pretty damn decent. Um, you know, I knew how to work a crowd. I, I took pride in my my gimmick. And, um, you know, if I didn't take pride in my gimmick, I wouldn't have been able to do the things that I've done 
thereafter because I built a comic book, you know, a, a business and empire off of my my wrestling persona. I then, you know, have, have taken that into foodie brands and and this and that and the next thing. So, you know, yeah. even though I'm not in the ring physically anymore, Brimstone is still an entity within entertainment. Right. So, you know what I mean? And and that yeah. it's like you know, you have to continue to, to rebuild and, and, you know, rejuvenate and, um, you know, what's the best, best way to put it, you know, like, um, repackage yourself, um, in order to stay relevant. And, um, you know, again, I'm not the biggest name in the, in the bunch. I know that. And I get that. Um, I know where I am on the totem pole. Um, but I'm also on the totem pole, you know what I mean? So, yeah. so that should, that should absolutely every, so. every, you know, you got, and, and that much respect because you, you just hit on an important part. People, you have a passion in life. Whatever you do, don't stop doing what you want to do is what he's basically saying to you. And it, just because, you know, age gets up there doesn't mean that you have to say, okay, I'm cashing in. I'm giving up. I'm going to try something. No, actually, you can keep being who you are and doing what you love. Just reinvent it on how how you do it. Sometimes, you know, you might not be that surfer that's competing. And then now you're a surfer who's commentating. Or you're a surfer that's making special guest series uh, in person. So, like, there's so much you could do. But f- with you, from what I've seen, you know, you you went you went back to your roots a little bit, as well as growing that personality into something even bigger. And and being a, a wrestler, you know, people don't realize I, I meet a lot of wrestlers. I'm in Florida. Florida is wrestling central. I mean, there's like so many wrestlers here, and from the likes of Kevin Nash and all these people and all these people you meet like guys, they, they train hard and let's face it. You got, you're no dummy. You're no dummy. And uh, you, you can't be when you're doing these type of tricks and stuff inside a ring, uh, you're putting your life on the line every single night. I mean, something could go wrong. And I, I just have mad respect for you guys because ever since I was a little kid and watching it, you know, it's, it, you're going in there and you're, you're putting everything on the line to, to, make that entertainment factor. And I think it's awesome yeah. that you, you bring it to life even now. I mean, look, I, just your bio alone at the real, uh, real guys go to his website or go to his Instagram. If you haven't read his bio, you guys need to check this out. All right. The real brimstone.com and read his bio. I mean, this amazing, amazing. I'd like to, I'd like to think there isn't any fluff in there either. I mean, that's, that's that's actually legit everything there is is like hardcore you know what i mean just facts and um you know what and and what's really funny is that the that bio is not even anywhere near in terms of complete that it really you know (laughs) there's there's a lot more that i have that i just i don't add because um it's just one way too much and two um you know it's just it's not of interest to to fans. You know what I mean? Uh, it comes off better when I'm, when I'm doing stuff and having conversations, you know, in interviews and, and you know what I mean? Where, where, especially when I do like a lot of the business interviews, people are astonished that I have a very big business mind and a business background. You know what I mean? I run two businesses, you know, I also have my licensed products all over, you know, all over market. So, you know, like people are, people are very astonished when, when they realize that, you know, uh, where I've been and what I've done and what I've accomplished, you know, in the business world, as well as in entertainment. And, um, you know, it's, it's pretty crazy. And, um, you know, look, I try to be as humble as possible, but I can't, I can't, I also can't, um, say, you know, well, how do I downplay anything that I've done? 
You know what I mean? Like, like yep. it's sometimes, sometimes it'll come off like where, where, um, you know, like what I just said, you know, like, uh, well, people are astonished. I'm not saying that to try to raise my, my value there. I'm no. saying that because people look at me and on first glance, they go, Oh, look at this guy. He probably has half a brain. Oh, he was a wrestler. Yeah. I don't want to talk to this dude, bro. Exactly. Like where, where we met on, on uh, what was it? Pod match. Yep. You know what I mean? Where we met on pod match. I can't tell you how many people like, um, what do you call it? Like match up with me on pod match. And I send a message and they, they don't even bother looking at my bio or anything that I do. They just go straight for the, you know, like, uh, Oh yeah, no, I don't like the way he looks. He's not going to do well with me. You know what I mean? My, my audience isn't going to like him, but, <laughs> but, but, you know, and then they, they just click a, you know, well, we're not matching. And it's funny because I, I actually will call people out on that and just be like, Hey, you know, funny enough, I read through your I took the time to read through your stuff and see that I'm the perfect fit for your for your. Uh, oh, yeah, for, for sure. Your show. And um, and what do you call it? Because, you know, I have to have some tenacity as well. But I was like, you know, at, at the end of the day, um, you know, and it's good and it's good practice. It's good sales and, you know, type of thing there, you know, to kind of come back at them. And I'm just like in a nice way and respectful way and say, look, I don't know if you if you bothered looking at the bio, but I fit directly into what your what your podcast is about or your you know this is about or that's about i said so you know um i don't know if you're if you're basing it on looks or the fact that you know i'm uh um you know a guy with a big beard and long hair and earrings and you know brimstone it's scary woo, you know like but at the end of the day um you know if you give it you know take a look maybe you'll have a different uh outcome and it's funny because at least one uh thus far there are others that have apologized and have set things up but what do you call it uh there is one that flat out said you were right and what do you call it? we took we took a look and we realized that you are the perfect fit and and we'd love <laughs> to we'd love to have you on and i did yeah. it and 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 they apologized to me on air on air judge a judging, book by its cover a book yeah they apologize you know, and and they were the sweetest people and and i love them to death and and you know and i support but the fact is is that you know, a lot of people today, you know, will judge books by their cover still, still to this day. Yep. And that's why we have so many issues with with so many different things where we have the, you know, um, the different movements that still have to be here, like Black Lives Matter, you know, stop Asian hate, you know, even on the police side, you know, what I mean? because they're wearing blue, you know, people automatically think yep. they're bad. There's good and bad in everybody. You know what I mean? And um, the fact is, is that you have to always you should always assume the good and you should always assume the positive before making a judgment on someone. You should sit Absolutely. and have a should sit and have a conversation. And if it doesn't work, no worries, no harm, no foul. But judging a book by its cover, whether it's, you know, by their their you know, visual, whether it's because of the way I look, the way you look, the way, you know, Tao looks yep. doesn't make a difference. You know what I'm saying? It's you it's it's disgusting and it shouldn't be happening in 2021 you know what i mean no, absolutely this happened not. years absolutely ago not. so i i agree and you know i'm all, i'm multicultural and i tell people all the time i'm a definition of american i got cree indian spanish i got nigerian blood you know and i tell people in my family you know I have cousins, blonde hair, blue eyes. I have cousins that are darker than darker than you can imagine. They, they, you know, you, 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 you would be like, wow, this is the same family. Yes, it's the same family. But here's the thing. This America, America is a melting pot for the world. And that's why I can never, ever just see, solely call myself 
one type of race because I know I'm not. I'm I'm so much more than that. Inside this book, there is so much so much more to my book. But here, but here we are. You are one race. You're the human race. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's what people need to understand is that we are the human race, and and people need to to start you know uh, running with that rather than all the freaking hate. Let's not. Yes. We won't go more political than that. That's it. You know, and that's not political. That's just you know human nature. But um, I I'm I'm actually curious because I know that that uh, a little something about you that I thought was very interesting. Your name was given to you by a monk. Is that my <laughs> yeah. correct? Yes, it was. I want to hear about that. I don't know if your audience knows about that, but I yeah. So Lee Kwai Lao, Lao is my family's last name on my mom's side. On my dad's side, my, my dad's side's family actually from Los Angeles, Compton, all that area. And, you know, when represent, I started right represent, when I started training as a young kid in martial arts, I, my mom put me in martial arts to help control my ADHD and my Asperger's autism. I didn't right. speak, but I had this unique ability of drawing portraits at four years old, doing math equations, playing instruments and being really good at sports and stuff. Cause I, you know, you're so in your head. Um, but what happened down the road was I got with a teacher and when I got with a teacher, I started training more and more with different teachers and learning different arts only to become affiliated with the Shaolin arts along the way. Uh, and what was cool was he was given the name Lee Kwai at the Wushu tournaments over in China when he won a, like six gold medals. And mm-hmm. after that, training with him, he saw how serious I was with my training, how hard I trained and everything from iron palm and all this stuff. Like, you know, you're, you're pushing your body to its limits. And he'd be like, man, you know, you're, you're crazy. Like you come from doing, you know, Bushido or Aikido or Jiu-Jitsu and you drive all the way out here and you still train. And then you leave here at 1230, one, one o'clock in the morning and go back. Like you're, you're insane. And I was like, I love doing it. I love it. Like it's a part of me. Like I felt alive when I train. And, and so down the road, he knew my last name was Lao and he gave, ended up giving me the name Lee Kwai Lao. And it was, it was like such an honor to be given that name, you know, because of my, my training and what I did. And Lee Kwai Lao has always stuck with me. And, and it's, it's a reflection of my life, the colors, the Shaolin colors with the orange and and black. I like, I want people to, to, to know because uh, you know, in Shaolin, mind, body, and soul is so important. And your flexibility in your body and, and being one with the earth and everything, it's so important that you embrace these cultures because we all share something similar in life. And that's the fact that we live in this world. And mm-hmm. this world, we have to realize we're not in control of it. It's in control of itself. And if we could come in harmony with it, we have a better chance of finding and doing what we love in life and living a beautiful life. But when we're out of harmony, we, we fall apart. That yin and yang has to have, has, it has to have a sink. And so that's how Lee Kwai Lao was born. And with it, it became my, my nickname. It became my stream name. It became my, my, my podcast name and so much more. Um, and at the same time, I'm happy that I could spread that the story of, you know, me getting a name, um, through, through, through a temple. It's pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. And it's funny you said Wushu. So one of my very, very dear friends, um, you know, Ray Park uh, is, is that's what he's, you know, he does Wushu. So yep. what do you call it? Uh, there's not many people that I know that actually do Wushu. And yeah, I, I yeah. actually know Ray, which is, a, which is dope. Um, you got to check out on the podcast. Steve Coleman is Steve Coleman 
actually came in when Ray was leaving Great Britain's team. And he went on to become seven time world champion. He's still part of the great team, uh, Great Britain's Wushu team. Uh, oh, wow. But Steve Coleman surpassed Ray Park as he went. He left and went into movies. And uh, he, uh, Steve Coleman's done a lot of movies now with uh, Michael Bay and all these other guys. But um, he still does Wushu at a competitive level at 41 years of age. Like wow, the guy wow. is phenomenal. It's crazy. That's awesome. I wish I was still in that good shape. I need. To- <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, let's yeah. talk. Let's talk about you because, like, this is what I find amazing. You, you had, you had an amazing wrestling career. You went in, you did your thing, and then I'll, you know, you, you went from acting to wrestling. I just want to know in a short, you know, little. We'll go, we'll go through it real quick because there's so much to your bio, and I want to touch on everything. Um, you went, went from, from acting to music, actually. So that was music was my first real love um what do you call it so i i uh so i was a child actor i did you know child work on you know kid work on on um uh what do you call it sesame street and rob room and it was really funny because i i just my mother passed away about three years ago and um we were we finally just sold the house um but we were going through everything and and we actually found my contract with children's television network which was crazy Um, yeah. And, and my, and my agent papers, I didn't even realize that I was, uh, that I had uh, multiple agents when I was five and six. That's crazy. Um, so yeah. And I found, I found all that paperwork. So, you know, eventually that'll go into, uh, that'll go into the the book as well. Like I, I started writing, um, you know, my, my story a long time ago, but I have to, I'm going back in and I, I paused it. I was like, there's a lot more that's going to need to be added. And and I, I held off and I'm glad I did because now my biography will be, you know, much, much better than it would have been prior. And, um, mm-hmm. but anyway, I, I went to, um, I went from, uh, from uh, the, the acting to uh, music um, because I originally, I wanted to, I was young. I wanted to, to be a big uh, comic book artist. I was infatuated with, you know, Marvel and, and definitely, you know, a little bit of DC, a little bit of D, just a little bit of DC. What do you call it? So let's not give them too much credit. Um, and what do you call it? And then uh, God knows their movies are awful, but what do you call it? Uh, that being said, uh, but I was a huge GI Joe Mark. I mean, I loved GI Joe and, Oh yeah. Uh, you know, that was, that was life when I was a kid. And, um, you know, I, I was very into both, which, which is funny. Again, I've had a lot of full circle moments in my, my life, um, and in my career. And, um, you know, it's funny because my life as a kid was GI Joe and star Wars and stuff like that. Voltron Ray was Voltron and Voltron and Voltron. Uh, <laughs> what do you call it? Ray, a matter of fact, my son has vol- the, the old school full Voltron upstairs in his room. Um, what do you call it? But I have, um, you know, full circle, you know, now Ray Park, who does, you know, who did Snake Eyes until this new movie. I'm very upset that Ray's not in this new movie. But I know Ray, what I do. Oh yeah. God, how could you yeah. not? I mean, the guy is so good, right? I'm I, that that pissed me off, but it is what it is. So, you know, but now he's one of my good friends. What do you call it? Larry Hama. I've known for many years, you know, who who did the Snake Eyes character, you know, in the comics. And you know what I mean? It's like a full circle type thing. Um, and Star Wars with the Darth Maul deal. And what do you call it? And Chewbacca, you know, Peter was a very good friend of mine for many, Darth many Maul years. Darth Maul was so good. You know, so it's like, you know, there there's so many things that have come full circle. Um, but when I was a kid, you know, I wanted to be this comic book artist. So I didn't become this comic book artist, even though I can draw. 
um, what do you call it? I, um, you know, I, I be, you know, am now a comic book character and an animated character, kids book <laughs> character, and so forth. Um, as Brimstone, and what do you call it? And then I also do the voice work for a bunch of other things. But the full circle moment with with the comics is that, yeah, now I own a comic book company. I am a comic book character, and I'm the celebrity spokesperson for the Stan Lee Foundation. And Stan was a friend of mine, so the person that I looked up to, you know what I mean, back in back in the day. Um, you know, was one of the guys that that became one of my good friends. Money, it, it's crazy how full circle things have come, and and um, you know, what's happened in that. And then I went into music. My first, like I said, my first true love was music, and I was, uh, you know, I started in elementary school where where um, you know, they first they give you the what do you call the recorder and you. <laughs> and um you know some people can do it beautifully but not me um and then you've got uh then they they made you do either violin or the um uh what do you call it or, or uh the was it the cello or something whatever but mm-hmm. uh so i did violin and that was god awful and um what do you call it again people can play it beautifully not me um and then what do you call it when as soon as they opened it up for um band I wound up having the opportunity and I took drums and percussion. So I, what do you call it? Um, I became a drummer and still a drummer through, you know, through and through and, and what do you call it for? So I felt what we were talking about before we got on air, um, yeah. you know, for, for me, you know, like, um, you know, drumming, drumming also saved me because, you know, I grew up in uh, Uniondale, New York. I was a, what do you call it? Uh, people might know it from the Nassau Coliseum. Uh, also, you know, like leaders of the new school, Busta Rhymes and all of them. You know, I grew up with those cats. Those are, those are friends of mine um, from leaders. And, uh, you know, like the, the thing is, is like getting involved in music saved me because I was also the kid that was involved with, you know, going in and, and getting into, you know, the street brawls and, you know, all that other garbage in other towns. And, you know, like I was the only white kid in there throwing down. So it was, it was a, um, it was a very interesting time back in the day. Uh, but, you know, getting into music kind of took me away from that. And then I wound up getting into music, into bands and, and I wound up touring, you know, at a young age with that, that, is when I really made the tweak um, where uh, I was like, all right, this is what I want to do for a living. This is what I want to, I want to be in entertainment. I don't care what facet of entertainment it is, but I want to be in entertainment, but that helped me learn how to guerrilla market. You know, it helped me learn how to, um, you know, kind of get, get, you know, uh, build relationships. Um, yeah, you know, you become your own the, promoter the at that point. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah touring all that stuff you know what i mean yeah it's it like so, so i learned a lot i learned a lot i'm sorry go ahead no you're fine um so i i got a question for you uh, i think it was evander sure. holyfield that said uh it's uh it's really hard to wake up in the morning when you're sleeping in silk sheets you know what i'm saying so what keeps you so hungry like this you have you have uh, uh the comic books you know what i mean you have all the all the things that you have going on what keeps you as motivated as you are, do you have, and this is the second, like the second part of the question, do you have a data where you say, all right, I've done everything that I need to do. Now it's time just to kick back and relax. Do you have that in you or do you have, do you have an off switch? You know what I mean? No, <laughs> like, I don't no, think he does. I, I, think don't have he, an off I think he loves it. I think it, I think it's I, just a I, part yeah. of him. Yeah. I listen until I'm higher up on the totem pole that, you know, like I I'm, I'm, I'm in a good place on the totem pole, very happy with where I am. And, um, I've, I, I've succeeded a lot. Uh, but yeah. you know, like I, I'm, I'm never satisfied. You know what I'm saying? Like, not either. Yeah. 
satisfied. And my my so my goal my goal is to leave a long lasting legacy, something that people will remember me well after I'm gone. Um, and what do you call it? And that my family will be taken care of for generations. That's what I'm looking to leave behind. Um, in terms of in terms of that. So me stopping anytime soon, probably not. Um, but what do you call it? Um, you know, in terms of the uh, the first part of the question. Oh my God, I got to remember what what you asked. Oh my God, it was there and it just switched off. What was the first part of the question? The first part of the question. What basically what keeps you as motivated as you yeah, are? With that, yeah. Okay. One, leaving the legacy to family, which of course is everything to me. Uh, anybody who looks at my social media or, or anything knows that you know I'm all about my wife and my kids, and and what do you call it? But I'm also all about my business. So it's you know it's a nice it's a nice balance. Um, and what do you call it? And and to be completely honest, mm-hmm. what do you call it? Hate and and the nose, all negativity. <laughs> yeah. And hate. So the people that tell me I can't do something or talk smack. I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to have to show them. You know what I mean? I love um, those logs. Throw those logs on the fire. Throw them. Yeah. So you want to hate on me? Like the people that there's, look, there's just as much hate and BS and, and smack talking about me online as there is positive stuff. Because if you weren't doing anything, if I wasn't doing anything, there wouldn't be, you know, anything. You see what I'm saying? So like, at least I know I've, I'm succeeding and I've succeeded because there's so much hate. And when people throw that shade at me, bro, I take that as an advantage to sit and just, you know, put on some more suntan lotion, sunblock, <laughs> and then step right back into my freaking sun. You know what I mean? Because I, I just, it doesn't, it doesn't phase me. All it does is motivate me because it's yeah. like, well, if you're, if, if you, if you are taking the time out of your schedule to bash me, you have nothing better to do than to do that. Well, then I'm going to give you more of a reason to bash me. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And that's that, you know, and, and it's funny and it's comical because if people spent more time on their own, you know, projects or they're in their own lives, they wouldn't have to sit and, and uh, you know, they may, maybe they'd be successful themselves. You know what I mean? But they, they can't, people aren't built that way. People are unfortunately very, um, they're very, very, you know, negative. And again, like we were talking about earlier in the conversation, negative people are running this world at this point. You know what I mean? There's so much negativity, so much division, and people just, instead of just appreciating or just not saying anything, people want to come at you. You know what I mean? You fart in the wrong direction. Oh, that guy farted. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's, it's like, think about it, you know, and even when you guys are gaming, you know, you're sitting in gaming and you're like going back and forth and, and then you've got these, even the kids or worse than the adults, like oh, your mother Boy. sucks. My, you know, whatever. <laughs> like, where are you? Where are you getting this crap? Like, grow the hell up, like, yeah. you know. You know, like I'll smack talk with the best of them, but you know, at the end of the day, I'll only do it when I'm working. You know what I mean? Or when I need to do it. I mean that. Right. There's no need to hate. I I am for everybody, and I you know I listen. If I can do it, you can do it. You know, but you got to work for it. You know what I mean? And if you're going to hate on me, it's all good. All it does is motivate me. So if you want to, if you want to, 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 you know, stop me from doing the things that I do, then stop being motivational. <laughs> right. Well, I'm still going to do it, but yeah. stop being motivational. But uh, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? hundred percent, man. So, uh, you know, so you go into this, this career, obviously a music, a music, music, a beautiful passion it really is you meet, you do meet amazing people in the music industry along the way um and then all of a sudden it jumps into a career of wrestling is that what happens so yeah so i went into wrestling after that it was a um it was a, a what do you call it um 
it was an interesting uh, uh, progression there. So when I was when I was playing, um, I was also at the time working for uh, some major publications. So if you're familiar with New York at all, you probably heard of the Village Voice, and uh, the Village Voice actually had a uh, um, a pet project at the time called the Long Island Voice. So on uh, where I'm from, so Long Island. Um, rather than working in the village, I was working on the island, and uh, they brought me in to do you know all the bars and clubs and and uh, and so forth in terms of uh, ad- advertising and 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 stuff like that. So um, what do you call it? And the reason they did that is because they knew I had all these big time developed relationships with every club owner, you know, the bars, you know, all the, everybody on the Island and in Manhattan, because I did my job, you know? So, um, that being said, I wound up, uh, taking control of that area and I was doing all this stuff and, um, I was a workaholic. So I'd be in there and, um, what do you call it? Uh, one of them, one of the higher ups came up and they're like, listen, you know, we're, we're, we have uh, one of our reporters, Bill Jensen, who I knew, um, what do you call it? It was going to a small like wrestling convention to talk to some of the boys there. Um, what do you call it? And they were short on photographers and they knew I, I did photography as well. Cause I, okay. at that time I, w- I was published photographer too. Um, yeah, see, that's not in my bio. Um, what do you call if it? There's so, something that can be done. Brimstone will do it. That's by, like that should be like your head. He's hungry. <laughs> the, the guy, if you're, if you're sitting at home no watching porn. TV, exactly. you're gonna feel so bad. If I'm you sure, there were all watching TV after this. <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, so I, I what do you call it? So they asked if I would do them a favor and go with him to do some of the the photos uh for this event and i was like yeah sure why not because they knew i liked wrestling and they knew i knew how to shoot so um they gave me one of the cameras i went with bill and uh turns out i wound up meeting a lot of people that became my friends later on in life and career um you know and and uh what do you call it and and it was you know filled with legends i mean look you know i i I met um what do you call it bill what do you call it uh you know demolition acts you know there and and what do you call it later on i wound up tagging with blast as you know like uh you know which was he was one of, he was the part of demolition outside in the indies you know what i mean and i was an honorary you know demolition uh uh team member you know from that and then uh you know it's like <laughs> you know what do you call it earthquake I, I met and quake was what do you call it a you know and and then later on quake had asked me to uh to to be an honorary natural disaster when when typhoon couldn't make it fred couldn't make it out to, to an event so i worked with him and and uh you know tagged with him for that so there are a lot of things that that i you know that i did based on this you know what i mean it was it was it's just weird everything worked out but again you know the the make a long story longer um what do you call it i wound up walking over to um you know we we had done the photos and i was walking around and you know and as i was walking up to chic you know um iron chic oh, uh no. Sheiky looks at me and he's, he's like you look like you could be wrestler i i train you to be wrestler and, <laughs> you know and um what do you call it? he starts going into this and starts talking to me about it and uh what do you call it then then his 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 agent um what do you call it eric sims uh at the time i don't know if he's still working with him now but eric um what do you call it is uh you know started what we call in the business working me and he's like yeah you can come here blah, 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 and you can do that and you can pay this and i'm like whoa hold on a minute that's not what i was thinking you know like and uh what do you call it and and uh brett hart had actually overheard and 
Uh, Brett was walking by. He was about to go catch a, a ride to his flight. He was leaving, but he knew that I was there, you know, with the publication. So I wasn't like a, you know, a fan. Um, so, you know, he called me over. He said, look, if I heard your, your conversation with, with, uh, with Sheik and, and so forth. And, uh, if you're really interested in getting involved in the business, here's my email address. If I could be of any help, you know, trying to put you in the right direction, let me know. And I was like, okay, I, I appreciate it. Um, it's very real, very down to earth. And, um, you know, a, about a month or two later, I was looking through a magazine and, and that was when I found the doghouse was, was opening up. Um, and I shot him an email and I said, what do you think? And, you know, he told me what to look out for and that's what I looked out for. And, you know, that was history. You know, that's how I got wow. into wrestling. And I, and I got out of music because I was sick of being in a five-way marriage. So yeah. the timing, the timing was perfect. I needed a break. Um, and what do you call it? And I needed to get out of, out of music just for a hot minute, just to take a, a breather. And then who would have known that I would have gotten into something that would have basically built my career, you know, um, you know, and, and given me my namesake. So that being said, you know, um, years later in, in San Antonio, uh, funny enough, I'll be in San Antonio in August. Um, I, uh, I was, I was signing for the San Antonio comic-con and I remember walking in, um, to the, what do you call it? To the, uh, the hotel. And it's funny. You'd mentioned Nash earlier. So it was Hall and Nash. Um, and a couple other boys were, were at the bar and Brett was there and I hadn't seen Brett since then. I mean, we, our pets never crossed after I never spoke to him after that. You know, I didn't have, it was AOL days. I didn't have his, his, you know, his email address anymore. <laughs> um, you know, so it was like, you know, so I, I went over, I, I, you know, said hello to, to, to everybody. And then I, um, I, what do you call it? I, I said to, to Brett, Hey, I, I'd like to talk to you for a minute. And, um, I reintroduced myself and I said, you probably don't remember, but, um, it's because of you that, that I have, you know, that had this opportunity to, to, to do everything that I do now. And, uh, you know, and I, and I wanted to thank you for it. And I, I, I'm sure he did not remember, but he appreciated me saying it. And, uh, that was that. And, but at least I got the opportunity to say, thank you for giving me, you know what I mean? And inspiring yeah. me to, to kind of do this. And what do you call it? And it was the same thing for, for music. What do you call it? Um, like Tommy Lee from Motley Crue was like my guy for music. You know what I mean? Okay. Like I, now he was one of them, him, Rod Morgenstein, all who, which I know now, you know what I mean? Fred Curry from Cinderella and, you know, like, and also hip hop, you know, you know, guys, you know, like, you know, from people from run DMC, DMC is my boy now. And you know what I mean? All these different, you know, people that, you know, I looked up to that are now later on in life, friends of mine That's that nuts. I was able to say, I was able to say, thank you for for giving me you know the the what do you call it the you know the inspiration yeah you know what i mean because they didn't they didn't give me that opportunity but they gave me the inspiration to do it you know what i mean they inspired me tommy lee um and it was the same thing you know like tommy lee i, I was trying we were supposed to be in the same place at events for numerous occasions and mm -hmm. every single time it became a joke with my wife and i she's like she's like oh it's the unicorn again huh because every single time something happened and either i couldn't make it he couldn't make it something it was always a thing until finally i was signing at a tattoo convention in uh what do you call it in new york and what do you call it um it's a, it's a long story and i won't get into it now because of, of time's sake but what do you call it uh the, the the one of the head security guards that was at the casino um what do you call it? he knew me well from signing there so often so and then he he knew that that i wanted that you know i i wanted to 
you know, at some point meet Tommy just to have a conversation. And uh, what do you call it? You know, because I don't fanboy. That's not my thing. I've been around a long time. <laughs> I don't care. Right. But anybody oh. there are people that I people that I'd like to meet to have a conversation wow. with. And sure enough, what do you call it? We, we uh, you know, he brought me in and I, I met Tommy and I told him the whole story and, and we laughed and, and uh, shook hands, took some pictures, thanked him for everything. He was so humbled by it. And it was it was a good it was a good thing. And what's funny is that a lot of people say don't meet your heroes. Um, and, and I can tell you firsthand when, you know, when you're at, when from signing at these conventions, there are a lot of people that you sure as hell don't want to meet in person, <laughs> but what do you call it? In all of my personal instances, uh, I've been very, very, um, you know, everything's been well received and I've had nothing but positive experiences with them. So, you know, um, that's a good thing. You know, it's, it's, you know, that's, the, I think this is an important thing that people need to realize. Like you and I wouldn't have found each other if it wasn't for that relationship and that passion down the road that leads you to finding somebody. And on top of that, only to find out that we both know somebody else in return that knows somebody else in return. And, and again, relationships don't burn bridges. People don't judge book by the cover. And more importantly, if you're passionate about something, do it. And, and, and I think that's the most important thing people need to realize when they go check out the real brimstone.com or the real brimstone on Instagram people. There's a reason. There's a reason why, you know, on Instagram alone, he's got 55,000 followers. There's a, there's a reason for that. And it's because he's inspiring people and his, his story's legit. He's, 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 you know, he's somebody just like you. He's somebody just like me, just like thou. He, he just followed his heart. And I think that's the important thing as we come up here and we start to, to end it on the, the next couple of minutes here. So we don't push over for time. Um, it's I want to thank you because I think people need to hear this. People need to hear like why you why why they have to inspire themselves and inspire off of negativity instead of feeding off it and going backwards. What do you think, Thal? I think you're right. I think uh, if you let negativity push you backwards, you're gonna be pushed all over the world. You know what I'm saying? You have to. You have to happen in life and not let life happen to you. That's just what has to happen. And sometimes you just wake up and that thing wakes up inside of you and just make sure it never goes to sleep again. You know what I mean? You know, keep that with you and keep going forward. Always look for the next plateau. If just for the I audience, this, I heard this proverb. It said, uh, you climb the mountain so you can see the world, not so the world can see you. Man, that spoke to me. That's Ooh, awesome. That was a big one. Yeah. If, if fans want to see where you're at your next event or signings and things like that, what's the easiest way for them to, tr to track you down brimstone and, and, and see where, where you're going to be next. Well, um, my first, my first signing back, I'm going to be doing celebrity fan fest, uh, August 2nd, 3rd and 4th over in, uh, San Antonio, Texas at Fiesta six flags, uh, six flags Fiesta. Sorry about that. Um, so what do you call it? So I will be there. Anybody in the Texas area that wants to come swing by and see me, um, definitely gonna, gonna enjoy seeing fans again. Um, what do you call it? But you can check the real brimstone.com. What do you call it? Uh, you know, everything is always up to date there where I'm going to be, what I'm doing. Um, you know, and social media guys, if you want to, you know, follow me, especially on Instagram at the real brimstone, it's verified, you'll know, it's me. Um, what do you call it? There are a lot of fakes out there. So please, please, uh, you know, find me, interact with me. If you engage on my, on my posts, it's not my wife. It's not my intern. It's not my assistant. It's me responding to you. Um, like I said, un un unapologetically authentic. I will always respond as long as you're being respectful. And even if you're not being respectful, I'll probably respond and give you something, something, back. But, you know, <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, like, you know, um, I, I, I prefer respectful people that, that want to engage, 
you know, sit there and, 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 you know, and let's have fun together, man. That's what it's all about. You know, everybody, you know, kind of having fun together and, and enjoying life. And you know what, if you have a question about the industry, you have a question about the business and if I can help you, I'll try to help you. You know, I'm, I'm all about that. You have a question about podcasting. I'll try to help you. Um, also, you know, 7 PM Eastern standard time, every Thursday night, um, the grindhouse radio comes out. What do you call it? If you want to check that out, we're hitting between three and a half, four million listeners weekly worldwide. Love it. We will add you guys on as well. Um, there's always a special guest on always have one of my friends that's popping. We would love to be, I'm I'm down. Yeah. I'm down. down. And and next time you come to Florida, you let me know. Cause brother, I am taking you out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to go you know bench drinking but we're gonna have, have a good time man i'll take you fishing <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that we'll have a good time maybe there do some go. air boating you know we're gonna do some crazy stuff in the dirty south but um i i appreciate you brimstone coming on here sharing your story a bit of your story and and, and i with i hope we can have you on again and Absolutely. just go over some of your future projects i know we can't talk about them right now because they're yeah. top secret but there's a lot of good stuff coming out guys from acting and all this stuff i can't say a whole lot but I I'm, I'm looking forward to it when it comes out and you could talk about it, please let me be that face that interviews you. Yeah, I, I can, I can let you know, you know, little, little hint. Um, I do have a reality series that I'm doing with my son. Um, so that is going to be, it's currently in pre-production and that's what's, what's taking up a, a good portion of time right now. Um, I also have, a couple of different cartoons that I'm doing um, some of them for big players, some of them not. And then I also have a couple of video games that are, uh, that are currently in the works. And, you know, so there's, there's a lot that's going on all at once and um, it's, I wouldn't have it any other way, uh, but you can always catch up. Like I said, follow me on, on social. You'll see what's going on. You get little tidbits when possible. And um, you know, for anybody, any hardcore fans out there that, that are interested, you can always join team brimstone. What do you call it? Uh, you know, there's, it's on Insta, but uh, you can go and apply on my official website at uh, what do you call it? The real brimstone.com in contact. You'll see team brimstone pops up and uh, you can always apply there. So I appreciate it. Awesome. I appreciate it. Me and Dal appreciate you being here. I said all best wishes and prayers and blessings to you, your wife and family. Tell tell her thank you for allowing us to be have you here. And I greatly appreciate you, Brimstone. I look forward to our next interview because you are an inspiration to a lot of people. And I love that. There you are. Greatly appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me. You got it. More than welcome.